Well, hello again. This is Bishop Willie Horn at Word for Today at Destined for Victory Radio at podbean.com. We want to thank God for each and every one of you that are listening to each and every one of you that has tuned in today. Have you ever experienced true repentance? We want to talk about repentance today. Those are so many people that go out and ask God for forgiveness over and over again for the same sin. Have you ever done that? I know I have. Listen, we want to talk about true repentance today. And we want to see what the word of God says and what God expects from us and what God requires of us. And we want to find out what real, true repentance is all about. Amen. God bless each and every one of you today. We're going to find our 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 message today and our word for today. We're going to find it in Judges chapter 10. And we just want to go ahead and do an overview of this and so that we can begin to get into what God consider. What God states, that's true repentance. Amen. Amen. In Judges 10, we find the record of the Israelites fighting against the Amorites at the time. Now, verse six describes Israel's spiritual condition in that time. Okay, in Judges chapter 10, verse six, it says, then the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord. How many of us repeat the same sin over and over again? How many of us go right back in the same mess after God has delivered us out of the first mess, out of that mess? And we go right back into it again. And and you're wondering and you said, I asked God for forgiveness and he forgave me. Okay, All right. But they kept doing the same thing. Again, they did evil in the sight of the Lord. Let's keep on reading. And they served. What did they do? They served Balaam's and they served Astoreth, the gods of Syria, the gods of Sidon, Sidon, the gods of Moab, the gods of the people of Ammon and the gods of the Philistines. And they forsook the Lord and they did not serve him. Look at that. As they had done many times in the past, the children of Israel abandoned the Lord. How many times do we do that? Every time the Lord delivers out of something, we decide we want to get into something else. Look what the children of Israel did. Look how they did it. They again turned against the God that they knew was the the deliverer. But it was this old things, you know, God, that's some old stuff. You know, yeah, you delivered us out of out of Egypt. Yes, you got you got us across the Red Sea. And we 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 we, we get that, God. But see, you're not really feeling us right now. You're not really understanding what we going through right now. You see, I got to find somebody that know what I, where I'm coming from. I got to get with a crowd of people that understand where I am. I, I We hear that all the time. My wife and I, we hear that type of talk all the time. And I said, well, OK, so you want to experience things. You want to you want to go through life with uh, without God yeah. or uh, as we get further into the message, you'll find out what how the children of Israel wanted to make amends with God. OK, so the anger of the Lord in verse seven through nine. Listen, 
And they wait before we get there. He said, as they had always done in many in times past, the children of Israel abandoned the Lord and followed gods of various nations around. You see, the Lord wasn't was wasn't was not indifferent with that behavior. God always they always the children of Israel always walked away. But listen, listen, let's go on. So the anger of the Lord was hot in verse seven against Israel. And he sold them into the hands of the Philistines and into the hands of the people of Ammon. And from that year, they harassed and oppressed the children of Israel for 18 years. All the children of Israel who were on the other side of Jordan and in the land of of the Amorites in Gilead. Moreover, the people of Ammon crossed over the Jordan to fight against Judah, also against Benjamin and against the house of Ephraim, so that Israel was severely distressed. Has anybody been in distress right now? You see, when you walked away from the Lord, when you turned away from God, when you turned from holiness, when you start going into your own thing, when you start listening to those that thought you thought they had it going on and you thought you could connect and you got your connect, you know, direct connect with those individuals outside of God. You find yourself in distress. Uh-huh. The enemy is attacking you from all sides, beginning to tear you down, beginning to tear you up, beginning to mess up your mind, beginning you have all have, act you all crazy and have you acting all crazy and, 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 and stupid. Yeah, oh, come on, somebody. Don't get mad. You see. The fruit of Israel's behavior was deep distress. They were in deep Distress. Yeah. But at the end, the people whose gods that they chose to serve became their own oppressor. Look at that. Just what just what we think that people is on the same level that we had. We connected with folk. We ain't got no business connected with. We don't have any business connected with that individual. You know, that person not really love. They don't really love God. You know, they still club it. You know, but you, but they all, they understand me. See, y'all, y'all so spiritual. I don't really understand me. You see, and I got to learn. I got to get out there. And these are people that understand where I'm coming from. But now the people that turned against you. The people turned against Israel. And they turned against you right now. And they put you under great distress. Deep distress. You up here tripping now. You wonder why dude didn't hit you upside the head. You wonder why girl done, done messed around on you two or three times. You wonder why my, my old boy don't want to treat you with respect. It's because you turn from God. You turn from God. Woo. Let me stop. Let me stop. Y'all, I'm yelling, y'all. But see, I'm excited. I'm excited. You see, this is what God is saying. Our behavior. Their behavior was brought them deep distress. Yeah. But at the end, the people whose gods that they chose to serve became their oppressors. And fortunately, in their distress, they begin to turn back to God. Yeah. Verse 10 tells us, and the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, saying, we have sinned against you. And because we have we have we both. And we have both forsaken our God and served Baal. 
Now, as the prodigal son, you remember the prodigal son in Luke's gospel, he made a decision to return home and he began to confess his sins, too. When the once rich land was hit by a famine, you know, yeah, when things got bad, that's when we want to go back to God. After we turned away from God, walked away from him, walked away from the security that God had given us, walked away from the blessings, walked away from the from from the encouragements, walked away from 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 peace and joy to go out there to get a false sense of peace because somebody else was doing it. Oh, come on, Jesus. Help me, Holy Spirit. Now, listen, in Judges chapter 10, verse 11, it says, so. This is what God is doing. Here's his reply. God replies to the people when they begin to call out to him. So the Lord said to the children of Israel, did I not deliver you from Egypt, from the Egyptians and from the Amorites and from the people of Ammon? Hallelujah. And from the Philistines and from the Sidonians and from the Amalekites and from the Moanites. And Moanites oppressed you. Also, the Sidians and the Amalekites and the Moanites oppressed you. And you cried out to me and I delivered you from their hand. Yet you have forsaken me and served other gods. Therefore, I will deliver you no more. Woo! Glory to God. Man, you know what? I wouldn't want God to say something like that to me. Uh, uh, you know, I'm going back and forth with God and going in and out with God. And then God tell me, I'm not going to deliver you anymore. Woo. Glory to God. He said, I will deliver you no more. Go and cry out now to those gods which you have chosen. Yeah. Go, go, go back to them. Go talk to them. Yeah. Let them deliver you in your time of distress. When those so-called friends that you thought was your friend. That seen eye to eye with you, understood where you was coming from, start beating up on you now. Turn it against you now. Go on back to them. Go on back to their gods. The God of alcoholism, the God of drugs, the God of sex, uh, illicit sex, the God of fornication and adultery. Go on back there. Go talk to that God. Hallelujah. Israel was, was God's chosen people, y'all. He has saved them time after time, again after and again, only to see them betray him once again, again. However, he would not forgive them any longer. He said, I'm not going to forgive you. I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to take you out of your distress. You went through that for 18 years and you'll keep on going through it. He had he had his forgive his forgiveness was finished. And he said he would reject Israel forever. He was going to keep give him up, y'all. I don't want God to give me up. Do you want God to give up on you? I don't want him to give up on me. Tell us what the children of Israel did at, after the Lord's reply. Verse 15 and 16 tells us what the what Israel did. After they heard the bad news. See, they got some bad news. Normally, they would expect God to go ahead and deliver them. God, yeah, I'm going to set you free. I got you. I got your back. But this time, he said, no, I'm not going to do nothing. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you be just where you are. Right. Stay right there in that mess. Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah. 
You see, the first time Israel went to the Lord, the foreign gods were still in their midst. Uh Oh, you see what they were trying to do is keep the wine bottle in the back pocket and still call God to get deliver them out of their situation. They were still serving that same God. They really didn't want to come out. They just wanted God to bring them out so they won't have to go through so heavy. You see, the Bible says the way of a transgressor is hard and they didn't want to go through the hardness. Y'all They didn't want to go through it. But oh, Lord. Here it come. Here it come. Here it come. Here it come. Oh, glory to God. Help us, Holy Spirit. I hope I'm not yelling too loud, y'all. I just get excited. They confess their, they confess that they had sin. How many of us do that? Lord, I'm a sinner. Lord, I know I did wrong. And I realize you're not happy with me doing wrong. I realize that. However, had they truly repented? Did they really repent? When they were still keeping the foreign God, when they were still going to the club, when they were still lying, when they were still cheating, when they were still doing the same thing. But things got rough in the, the, the very enemy that they were serving began to oppress them. They wanted and they and pray, placed them under great distress. They wanted to God to deliver them out of it. Even though they were still carrying it. See, the confession of the sin is not necessarily repentance for the for the sin. Can I say that again? The confession of the sin was not necessarily uh the repentance for the sin. Okay. Genuine, 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 true repentance has to do with the heart. And it is accompanied by a change of the heart. In verse 10, the Israelites confessed they had sinned, but the foreign gods were still there. That's why I believe God pointed them to the idols uh, when he said, go now, uh-uh, get out of my face. Go cry to the gods you have chosen. These gods were still there. And it is the only it is only in verse 16 that Israel put them away and started serving the Lord again. Immediately after this, we read about the Lord's reaction in verse 16 of 10th chapter. He said, and his soul could no longer endure the misery of Israel. So as soon. Hallelujah. As Israel truly repented. And this was now obvious by their re- respective action. You see, God look for your action. If you really want to let go of sin, you just got to let it go. You got to turn it loose. You can't go to God and expect God to bless you in your mess. You're talking about I'm a woman of God. I'm a man of God. Okay, man of God, woman of God. Can you let that man that you know you ain't supposed to be with go? Can you let that woman that you know you ain't got no business fooling with go? Can you do that? Can you let go of the drugs? Can you let go of the lying? Can you let go of the porn? Can you let that go? Because see, you can't serve two masters. You can't serve two masters. Let it go. But as soon 
as soon as they changed their actions, God was there to deliver them once more. As soon as they repented, the Lord could no longer endure their misery. In Judges 11, chapter 11 and 12, that describes us to, describe to us how he delivered them from the people of Ammon. He didn't do it because of their righteousness. He didn't do it because he was sure they would not. And he didn't do it because he was sure they wouldn't turn away again. In fact, in chapter 13, we see them turning away again. And he did it. God did it because he loved them. And once he had honestly, they had honestly returned to him. He was there regardless of what they had done and what they would do in the future. You see, God loves us, but God don't want us to hold on to the gods that we've been serving, things, possessions. And those things are because, you know, God is a jealous God. He said, thou shalt not have no other God before, before me. You should not serve no graven images. You just, don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do it. See, God needs us to understand that we have to turn from our wicked ways. Second Chronicles seven fourteen says, if my people which are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from your wicked way. See, Israel called himself halfway turning. I'm going to hold on to this God, but I'm going to call on the God. I know they can deliver me. Don't we do that? We do the same thing. But see, God's not listening to that. God said, I'll turn you. I'll turn against you. And people say, oh, no, God is a loving God. Sure, he is. Of course he is. He if he wasn't loving, Jesus would not have buried the cross for our sin. But God is still the God same yesterday, today and forever. You turn against him and call yourself serving some other God. He's going to turn against you. Amen. Amen. He won't respond. So I say to you, each and every one of you, God is seeking for you to have true repentance, true repentance, true repentance. Let the sin go. When you ask God for forgiveness, when you truly repent, you're willing and ready to let go of the other God and grab hold to the God of righteousness, the God of love. God bless you today. We want to thank you for listening. Remember, you can catch us here at Destined for Victory. A word for, uh, at De- excuse me, Destined for Victory Radio at podbean.com. And this is Word for Today with Bishop Willie Horn. And I say, God bless you. I love you. God loves you. And continue to follow us, okay? Continue to support. We thank you for your support. Don't forget now. Don't forget my brother. I always mention them. Don't forget my brother and my sister, Barry and Karen Craig, whose broadcast is also on podbean.com. And their show is called Embracing Marriage, Dare to be Different at podbean.com. Hey, listen in to them. God bless you. May God keep you. And it's our prayers.